Hi, everybody. Hi. How are you all? Good. I can hardly... Thank you. Good. Get that thing. <laughs> Hello. We've got some pastors here from Elam and Poirua. Pastors Ken and Ty. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you just leave your congregation to do their own thing today? Yeah. So I'll try that next week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Anyway, how are you all? Good? Good? That's great. Well, I'm talking about God's order has come. And I just, as I started to <coughs> sit down at my computer, I just felt uh, a prophetic word come forth, so I'm just going to read that. And it is, we have entered a new time. We are about to witness the greatest show on earth. This is the time of my glory and my grace. This is the time for revelation and power to be revealed. There is joy, peace, and massive signs and wonders on the horizon. Yeah. Do you believe it? (laughs) Will you grasp it? Will you grab it for your own? Joy, joy, joy is about to break forth. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Many have been weakened in faith over this time. Many have succumbed to fear. But I am waking up the giant, the body of Christ. It is time to be fully awake, fully alert, and ready to move at my signal. Never has what you're about to see been seen before. I will strike the serpent's head. I shall move my mighty right hand. All you see right now will fade away. It will be a faint memory. The feelings you have now will subside and strength, faith, joy and peace will flood your souls. So get up, put on your full armour, gird up your loins, for you are about to pass through the waters onto dry land. Your mouth will be filled with laughter and joy will fill your hearts. Amen. Amen. (laughs) That's an encouraging word, isn't it, from the Father. So God, you know, he wants all of us to know who we are. Who are you? Stop considering yourself to be weak. Stop seeing yourself as nothing or no one. Stop condemning yourself and start to see yourself for who God has made you to be. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. Heirs of God, joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We have more power in us than all the powers of darkness. You know, that's the truth. You have more power in you than all the powers of darkness because the greater one lives on the inside of us. So Jesus said, I, all authority is given to me both on heaven and on earth. And then he said, you go therefore. Why can he say that? Because he's given us power and authority over all the darkness. He said in Luke ten nineteen, I give you power or, or authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing. All means all. Isn't that right? We have power over all the power of the enemy. He didn't say, I'm going to give you power over some of the enemy. He said, I'm going to give you power over all the enemy. Absolutely all of it. So we are his family, And he will do anything for us because he loves us so much. All he asks is us to trust him, trust in him and have faith in his word and knowing that he's well able to perform what he has promised he will do. So we are heirs of God, joint heirs with Jesus Christ. 
And if only the body of Christ would walk in that truth. Isn't that right? If only we would literally take God at his word. You know, we need to take God at his word. He said that the nations are our inheritance. So we take them. We push back darkness and we take them. Absolutely. New Zealand is our nation and we push back the darkness and we take it because we have the authority to do it. Jesus gave us the authority to do this. So God, as I said, is not a man that he should lie. Our arch enemy is Satan. He is the father of lies. There is no truth in him. There's not even one word of truth in him. He even believes his own lies. That's how stupid he is. <laughs> he believes he's going to win this war, a war for the nations. Well, he ain't going to win it. <laughs> Hallelujah. We've got news for him. He's under our feet. Absolutely. We will not capitulate. Amen. We will not bow down to his lives of fear and torment. We will, we will not release this nation into his hands. Not at all. This nation of New Zealand is not going to be given over to the hands of the wicked. So he certainly has had a foothold in New Zealand, but we have the authority to loose this nation from his grip. And we, if we will pray and if we will declare the word of God and fight for truth and justice. We have choices to make, all of us. We can choose to walk in the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, or we can, choo we can choose to believe the truth, or we can choose to believe the lies. So we choose to walk in the light, not the darkness. We believe we have power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. We believe that Jesus Christ is our healer, He's our deliverer. He's our strong tower from the enemy. The Bible says Jesus bore all our sicknesses. He carried all our pains. And with his stripes, we are healed. Present tense, not past tense, not, not future tense. We are healed. God is our deliverer. It says in Colossians 1:13 and 14, he has delivered us out of the powers of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the Son of his love, in verse 14, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. We have redemption. We've been redeemed from darkness. We've been redeemed from the powers of darkness. So Jesus is our strong tower from the enemy, and he has said, nothing shall by any means hurt you. Isn't that a good thing to hold on to at this time? He is our strength. He strengthens us with all might by his spirit in our inner man. We declare, I am strong. Don't declare you're weak. Don't declare feebleness. <laughs> declare you are strong. I am strong. I will not submit to Satan's threats and lies. Don't believe his lies. When he comes to you and speaks lies, Tell him to go take a leap. Amen? And you just tell him, I will not submit to you. I will not bow down to the spirits of darkness. I will not bow down to fear. I will not bow down to unbelief. I will not bow down to Satan at all. Not at all. We won't bow down to 
uh, failure, lack, or sin. So we are filled with the life and the light of Almighty God, and there is no darkness in us. There should be no darkness in, in us. We should be able to say that. You should be able to say, if you're a born-again believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, washed in his blood, cleansed by his blood, walking in the life and the power of God, you should say, there is no darkness in me. And if any darkness comes around you, tell it to go. We won't have it in our lives because we are filled with the life and the light of God. God has said, be holy as I am holy. You might say, how can I do that? Because Christ lives in you. How serious are you in your walk with Jesus Christ? You can be as holy as you choose. You know, if darkness comes knocking at your door, say, excuse me, you don't belong here, get. <laughs> we don't allow darkness in our lives. It's our choice. It's people's choices. So we won't submit to darkness. You know, we can be holy as God said. We can choose to walk in holiness. We choose to walk in the light. And we choose not to give darkness any place in our lives. We reject it. Absolutely. I reject sin. I reject fear. I reject unbelief. I don't believe your lies, Satan. I won't believe them. I only believe the truth. What God says is truth. So the choice is ours. And God has said, choose this day whom you will serve. I choose to serve my king. I hope you all do too. I choose to serve my God. I choose life. I choose holiness. I choose mercy. I choose faith. And I choose freedom. Yes. yes. <laughs> John 8, 36, 6 says, whoops, whoops. <laughs> He whom the Son sets free is free indeed. If you know Jesus Christ, I tell you what, he sets you free. If you know him, you know his love, you know his mercy, you know his grace, if you know his forgiveness, he sets you utterly and completely free. Thank you, Father. You know, the Father has said, uh, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. So what are you going to choose? Life. That's a no-brainer, isn't it? It's a no-brainer. But it's amazing how people have no brains. Absolutely. God sets blessing and cursing. You'd think any dummy would say, I'll have blessing, thank you. But then they go and choose the curse. Yeah, but not you people. No, not at all. So everything we do on this earth is a result of choice. God gave us a free will. The choice is ours. He will never force you to love him. He will never force you to receive his son, although he'll go after you and chase you down. But he's not going to stuff him into you. you have to, it's a choice. You choose Jesus Christ to be part of your life. You invite him into your life. And he'll just change you. Your life will change. If you do that with a pure heart, I tell you what, your life will be turned upside down. Absolutely. So we've got to make a choice. He wants people to freely choose. So know who you are as a child of God. Know your authority. Reject everything that is contrary to the word of God. And don't listen to the devil's lies. Now back in, um, back in the 1980s, and probably 70s too, but there was a, a great move of faith 
and it was called the Faith Movement, or Word of Faith Movement. And um, Don and I were, we were born again around that time, and then we got, hold, got a hold of this message, and it, took, it just shook us up totally and changed our thinking. When we heard it, it changed our lives, and we never looked back. We never looked back. We found our true identity in Christ. We found out we weren't just old sinners saved by grace at all that we were born again sons and daughters of the Most High God. And uh, <clears throat> I have the, that movement has been criticised and condemned by some. But let me say this, that movement or this movement transformed many lives worldwide. And there are always some questionable, questionable people in every move. Isn't that right? But you don't reject the truth because of some kooks. Amen. So there were many righteous men and women of God in that move of God and, uh, who gave clear, truthful and powerful teachings on faith, on our identity in Christ Jesus and how we have been made the righteousness of God in, in Christ, through Christ Jesus. How we can we have what we say. And that's a wake-up call. You know, what you say is what you're going to get. It's the absolute truth. And it was the fact that we were no longer unworthy. You know, people were saved, but they felt unworthy. But, you know, we're not. God made us worthy. Absolutely. And we are mighty in Christ. We are the, we are the ones you saw coming down that hill. <laughs> Jesus Christ in the front. Amen. And uh, we'll all have our staff and we'll do a bang on like that and, and those, the light will shoot out. Yay. So we aren't unworthy. We are mighty in Christ. We have authority over all the power of the enemy. And we are taught to walk by faith and not by sight. Don't be moved by what you see. Don't be moved by your circumstances. Don't be moved by symptoms. Get the word of God. Put the word of God in your heart and hold on to it with everything that you've got. So, you know, that move of God, it taught us that the word of God was our final authority. And we were staunch about that. You know, this was our, it was the, the word says it, that, that, that settles it. That's how we saw it. And if our circumstances didn't line up with the truth of God's word, then we would take the truth of his word and declare it in the face of those circumstances until they submitted to the word of God. And when symptoms hit my body, you know, I would declare what God's word said about it. And I still do. You know, if sickness comes against me, I say, I refuse sickness. I receive all that Jesus Christ has died for me to have. And healing is one of them. He bore all my sicknesses. He carried all my pains. And with his stripes, I am healed. So we need to know these things and live them. It's all right knowing them, but let's act them out. Let's do them. Do the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So sickness, poverty, lack, fear, and torment are all part of the curse set out in Deuteronomy 28. But Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law in Galatians 3.13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. You should read the curse in Deuteronomy 28. A lot of horrible things in there. But Christ has redeemed us from that curse. No, and it says every sickness and every disease, not even mentioned in the book, it says. That's part of the curse. 
So it sets a whole lot of sicknesses, and it says, plus every sickness and every you know, disease that is not even mentioned is part of the curse. But Christ has redeemed us from the curse because he knew that there would be diseases that would come upon this earth, even right now, that aren't in the word. So God knew ahead of time, and we have the word of God to deliver us and heal us and keep us strong. Amen? Amen. Because God is a good God. He's not a bad God. He's all the time, he is a good God. He wants to lavish good things and blessings upon his children. It say, he says in uh, 3 John verse 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. You know, he, he did the whole thing, that you prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers. We've got to have a prosperous soul. You know, if we're going to be well in our bodies, we need to have a prosperous soul. Isn't that right? We need to prosper in every way. Spirit, soul, and body. Health is God's will. Prosperity is, his, is God's will. You know, there was such a backlash on anyone who dared preach that. I mean, we've been caught in this area. We were, oh, yeah, that's that prosperity church. Well, it's better than being poor. I mean, God's, God's not into poverty, is he? No. And, uh, you know, we're not going around driving big limousines or anything. We're not saying that. But God has always met our needs. He's made sure we have enough. That's his will for you, all of you, every single one. You need to declare it. That God, he said, I wish above all things you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So that's God's will for us. So we need to be speaking the word out. If you're going through a hard time financially... You need to remind God, Lord, I'm a tither. And if you're not, I'd encourage you to tithe because, you know, God's then obligated to bless you. He really is. He really is. So if you're struggling, talk to God about it. Say, Father, I'm, you know, you want me to prosper and I need a job or whatever it is you need. I need a raise or whatever it is. Ask God because it's his will for you. He doesn't want his children struggling. He doesn't want us struggling at all. So, you know, God, so God who made, you know, all the silver and the gold, he put it into the earth. Wouldn't it be stupid if he had, he, he made all the silver and all the gold and all his people, his children were poor. Does that make sense? It doesn't make sense at all. How can we go out and help people if we can hardly help ourselves? It doesn't make sense, does it? But it's like that's what the devil wants us to think. God doesn't want to prosper you. He doesn't want you to, to have this or that. You know, He doesn't want you to prosper so you can help other people is what he doesn't want. Amen? It's gone very quiet in here, hasn't it? <laughs> it's not, I mean, I don't think I've hardly don't talk on prosperity much at all, really, have I? No, because no. I just think you should know it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just reminding you what you should know. You should already know this stuff. So, um, so poverty is a curse. It is a curse. It says in the Bible, in Deuteronomy 28, poverty is a curse. It's part of the curse. But you're not under the curse. We're in the blessings. We've, we are blessed. We are absolutely blessed, and God wants all his children to prosper, not just a few. And poverty really is a curse. You know, think of all the amazing things we could do if we were, you know, had huge, hugely prosperous. 
Just think what we could do for humanity. And you see somebody doesn't have a house. It's nothing to you. I'll go buy you a house. Wouldn't that be amazing? And people struggling don't have a car. Let me get your car and I'll pay for your petrol for a whole year, you know? Imagine if we could do that. There are people wealthy enough in the whole earth who can do that. And some are generous and some, some are under the devil's thumb. I mean, they would never do that. They'll hoard it all for themselves. But, you know, we're not like that. We give and it's given back. Isn't that right? So start thinking of yourself as prosperous. Don't think it's a, it's, a, it's a bad word for a Christian. It's not a bad word for a Christian. We should be prospering. Spirit, soul, body, financially, in every way, we should be prospering. Come on, guys. We are the body of Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Kings aren't poor. We're the kings, King of kings. He's the King of kings, and we're the kings. So I wanted to say this. God's order for this world is breaking upon this earth right now. So what does he want from us? He wants us to put his word in our hearts and in our mouths, to love people, to forgive people, to walk by faith, not by sight. Uh, Maybe he wants you to start a business where you can employ lots of people (laughs) and pay them really well. In Romans 1.17, it says, The just shall live by faith. You shall live by faith. You start calling those things which are not as though they were. If your body is sick, you start calling it well. You, you know, and if you're, if you're in lack, you start calling and you know, that you start declaring that God prospers you. You are prospering. Okay? Righty. All right. It says, you know, Jesus said you'll have whatever you say. You shall have whatever you say. What are you saying? Listen to yourself. Listen to what you are saying. Because you have what you say. It says in Mark eleven twenty three. it says, For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. So you will have what you say. If you believe it in long enough, you'll have it. So what are you believing in? What are you speaking out of your mouth? Are you speaking doom and gloom over your family? Are you speaking, what are you speaking over your life? What are you speaking over this nation? What are you speaking over this nation? Well, I declare that this nation is a free nation, that justice, righteousness and truth shall prevail in this nation. I don't agree with the enemy's plans for this nation. I agree with God's plans for this nation. And this nation belongs to Jesus Christ. It's his inheritance and it's his right to possess it. Absolutely. His right to possess this nation. I want to see Jesus take possession of our land, don't you? Well, he's going to do it through you and me. Amen? He's going to do it through the body of Christ. We are taking this nation back off darkness, out of the hands of the wicked, and it's going to be put into the hands of the righteous. Amen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's, um, it says in Proverbs 13, 22, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children. So if you're going to leave an inheritance, you've got to have some money. 
But the wealth of the sinner, I love this, the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. You know, we've come to this place on God's timeline. The unrighteous and the wicked have stored up riches for themselves. But the Lord is demanding justice in this time. Yes. <laughs> there are people sitting on trillions. And yet there's poor people dying of hunger. That is so wrong. It's not God's plan. There's enough money in the whole world to, to, for everybody. Yeah, more than enough. More than enough. Well, God has said that the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. This is the time. It's coming out of the hands of the wicked and it's going to come into the hands of the righteous. Those who would do just and good things with that finance. Not so that we could go spend it all on ourselves. You can spend, you can spend this some, but there'll be more than enough that you could go out and change this nation. We will have an abundance. Nobody will live in shacks. Nobody will need to sleep on, the, on the, the road, you know, on the footpath. Nobody should be, nobody, this makes me angry. Nobody in this nation should be homeless. Absolutely nobody. There's enough money for everyone to have a home. But you see the hands are in, the money is in the hands of the wicked. And so we need to get it out of their hands and into hands of those who will do something good with it. Thank you, Jesus. So, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you, Miriam. So, you've got a lovely name here, Miriam. That's a good name. So, righteous people, good people, and good people have been trodden down and ripped off for centuries. It's not like just suddenly this has just happened. But it's God's time to take the wealth away from the sinner and from the wicked and to distribute it to those who will use the wealth for the benefit of mankind. Don't you like that? Isn't that so good? I tell you what, a trumpet has blown in the realm of the spirit and God is releasing justice into the earth. God has been patient for centuries and now he's demanding justice for the downtrodden. He's demanding justice for the righteous for his children, for the poor and for the hurting, for the abused and for the forsaken. God is demanding justice. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's time for God's glory to be seen upon this earth and upon this nation. God's order has come to this earth. Hallelujah. Not new world order. Hallelujah. <laughs> I am hearing certain leaders of nations even saying new world order, time for new world order. No, it's time for God's order in the nation. God's order in the nation. Hallelujah. We are not going to submit to Satan's plan. You know, the Bible warns about this time, uh, but it's not their time. There is a time for a short little space of time that Satan will have his way, but it is not his time. It is not Satan's time. And there will come a time of the glorious rapture of the church. And then, and, uh, you know, but the glory has to be seen on this earth first. The glory is coming upon the body of Christ. And it's going to come upon the nations. So we need to ensure our lives are in order. Put away sin and be clothed in righteousness. 
Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, it says, Therefore, <clears throat> also we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. We've got a race to run. There's a race set before us and we've got to run the race. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. I'll say it again. This is time for God's order in the earth, not Satan's. Hebrews 4.14 says, Seeing then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Hold fast your confession of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, this time has been set aside for God's order to be seen on the earth. And he's going to bring godly order into the nations. Isn't that awesome? Let me talk about what his order will be. Freedom, justice, righteousness, truth, joy, healing for the nations, abundance, and the glory of Almighty God. That is godly order. That is God's order. Even freedom for creation itself. Doesn't it say in Hebrews 8 9 that all creation groans? It's waiting for the revealing of the sons and the daughters of God. So it itself can be free. I tell you what, creation is waiting for it. So right now there is a spiritual war for this world, a war between good and evil, light and darkness, <clears throat> righteousness and unrighteousness. That's the war. But no one can stop what is coming. No man, no demon, no government, no satanic cult can change what is about to happen. Our Father who is in heaven, holy is your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I tell you what, I'm glad Jesus put that in the word. He put that in the Bible. Because we've been praying that for centuries and centuries and centuries and centuries. And now we're going to reap the harvest. Amen? Of that prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So it's God's kingdom time. It is time for his glory to be seen, as I said, on the earth and to be seen upon the body of Christ. It is time for Christ to be honoured in the world and on the earth. Nothing can stop what is coming. God's order is breaking out on this earth. And we will see the destruction of all Satan's plans and that of wicked people and wicked governments who are trying to bring the wicked things into being. Their number is up. <laughs> it's too late. God spoke these things into this earth way before they were ever born. God's order, not New World Order, is breaking out upon this world, bringing freedom and justice, truth and righteousness, healing and provision for us all. Amen. Is that good news or is it good news? Yeah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your promises. We thank you for justice. We thank you for this nation, Father God. Father, what the enemies meant for the harm of this country, Father, you are bringing a, a fatal blow to it. 
You will bring a stop to it in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you, Lord, that all the wickedness will be exposed, Father God. All the hidden things, all the hidden wickedness, all the darkness shall be exposed, Father God. And Father God, that your glorious light shall shine in this nation once more, Father God. And Father, we thank you. You honour your word. And you honour your people, those interceding and crying out to you for the nations, Father God. For this nation, Father God. That it is placed into the hands of the righteous, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, that you're pouring out your glory upon our land, Father. And we give you thanks for it and praise for it in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah.